And there's a great quote uh, which I always say to people is that people will always forget what you said, but they won't forget how you made them feel. Of knowledge, so I would write that down. The curse of knowledge is is this is this because we hang around. You explain it. You explain it. You explain it better than I did. The curse of knowledge being we hang around people like this all the time. So then we think the content we need to create needs to be at a certain level. Whereas this is not your client base. No. Yeah. So and explain that a bit. And I think one of the biggest things that I spent. The way that I kind of interpret this to a lot of my audience is drawing things out in crayon. And so many people in my industry overcomplicate things. And the reason they overcomplicate things is because they want to show off how much they know. Mm. Um, and it's like, well, you know, who are you trying to prove your knowledge to? Once again, your peers. Are they paying your bills? No, they're not. So a lot of it comes down to listening what people need. Now, if I say to someone, right, film how to do a push-up, if I say that to most personal trainers, they'd be like, yeah, but everyone knows how to do a push-up. They don't. I remember mm. I did a video where I went around Chichester interviewing people and asked them what protein was. No one knew what protein was. But and you did that video, and then you repurposed that video. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, so uh, you can imagine you went around your local area and, and asked everyone what an adjustment is. <laughs> and then you put that out. Because actually, Jamie just told me now, um, you're going to explain to them your most, one of your most viewed videos online is what? So I got talking with Ryan, and one of, uh, one of my most viewed videos on my channel, which got half a million views, was an adjustment. And, and the thing is, you, you've got two different types of content which you can post. thing is, you've got very highly visual engaging content, which adjustments are because they're fascinating. Okay, and a lot of people want to listen to that crunch. Mm. You know, they, a lot of people waiting for it. Like, oh, mm. that's highly shareable. Listen to this. Oh, so that's that, a highly shareable content. It's highly shareable content, and and there's very different types of content which you've got to understand. I create very vi like what I do um, is I create viral content. Now it's not necessarily going to change the world, but it gets views. Uh. Um, an example of this: this month on Facebook, I've had 22 million um, views of my content in one month. Um, so. And a lot of that is highly, you know, highly um, viewed, shareable content, but not necessarily valuable. And your highly viewed, shareable content is what's going to build the audience. And a lot of people get that wrong because they think, well, hang on a minute, what am I going to do with that? The thing is, if you've got more followers, and okay, they don't get a benefit from that, but when they come back tomorrow and you've got something that value to them, mm. then suddenly, holy shit. And it's playing that long game with it, having content in place that gets that kind of views, but also having that valuable content too. And I kind of break that down into three things on social media. First one is building a connection. Something that so many businesses don't do is connect with their audience, especially in a profession. Um, chiropractors, hands up. I assume everyone's chiropractors. Up. Yeah, and okay. teams, yeah. One of the biggest things that I'd say is that people buy people, not products. And if there's three chiropractors in, in an area, and I've seen, a, I, I've seen a social media post from that chiropractor that connected with me, with that person, maybe, and it could be as simple of, as I was in a picture at Alton Towers with the kids, something that you probably wouldn't even think of posting on your business pages on social media. 
that's a connection with that person, especially if they're kids, and the chances of them going to you over somebody else is high. Mm. Um, and kind of a, something that I say is that if, you, if Superman was perfect, you'd think he's a prick. Now, the reason I say that is every single superhero has a weakness. Mm. Okay? Superman has kryptonite. Every single person here has a vulnerability, yet they're afraid to show that, especially on social media, because everyone paints a perfect picture. Mm. But, uh, and so many people are afraid to show their human normal self, and actually people are surprised. You know, I've just written my latest book, which opened up about a bit of a mental breakdown that I had. And that really connected with my audience, because no one thought that somebody who can box jump Mount Everest and do all this kind of stuff would have the same problems as somebody else. But that really connected with my audience because I was open and honest about my struggles. Um, and it comes back to what I said, as you know, people buy people, not products. So that's connecting with your audience, and that's so important to do as a content piece. Um, the next one, of course, is giving value. There's lots of things in your job that you can teach people that don't act, you know, you probably have a lot of things, people come to you with problems that they can sort themselves out at home. And you to produce content for that online, so people don't need to come and see you or pay you money, is a good thing to do. Sounds counterintuitive, but it's not. 20 years ago, it was very different, because we didn't have social media, we didn't have the answers in our pocket mm. on our phone. And because of that, they could only go to one place to get that problem solved. They can get it anyway. They can get it anyway, but if you're the provider of that, and if you look at if you look what I what I do to do this, raise your hand, raise your hand if you got something from me for free before you did business with me. Right, everyone in the room. I think and, and you said you said when you when we were speaking in the back, you said it's counterintuitive because we feel we feel some urge that we're gonna like we're gonna we're gonna give too much away. So talk a little bit about that. Yeah, so a lot of people are worried now about giving too much away, but. 20 years, things have changed, okay? We didn't have enough information, so we had to mm. go to places to get the information, and now we've got too much information, okay? And we've got paralysis by analysis. Who's got Netflix here, hands up? Who has spent 25 minutes of their life trying to figure out what to watch? <laughs> okay, there's too much out there, far too much. And as much as you think, I'm not gonna give my secrets away, your valuable thing that someone's double-tapped and reminded of is probably six seconds of their day, and they've probably forgotten about it. Um, an important thing about content, something that I doubled down on a lot many years ago was Instagram stories and Snapchat. Not Snapchat now, but more Instagram stories. Uh, and someone said to me, why are you spending so much time on these stories when they're disappeared in 24 hours? And there's a great quote, uh, which I always say to people, is that people will always forget what you said, but they won't forget how you made them feel. And when it comes to your content, if you've done something which has provided some kind of emotional response, be it value, be it made them smile, um, be it motivated or inspired them, they might not have remembered the post, but they will remember how it made them feel. And actually, that's what's going to get them coming back to your pages, coming back to your content. An important thing for you to remember is top of mind is tip of tongue. Although someone might need, not need your help now, if they remember you and are following you, and they suddenly do have a problem, who's the first person that they're going to go mm -hmm. to? And it's all about playing that longer game. I think a lot of people, I spoke to Ryan, is so many people want an immediate return on investment, but the same day that you plant the seed isn't the same day you pick the flower. Okay, you've got to 
do a lot of things, especially with social media, especially in your business, without seeing an immediate return. Mm. And this is why people aren't consistent on social media and doing these kind of things, because they're not seeing the likes, the shares, and the follows, and, uh, and what's not. And it takes a very long time to suddenly see those on social media, which is why you should have them as non-negotiables and, and, and be consistent with it. Because also, the more that you do, there's two things that happen. You get better at it. Mm. You get much better at it. As with anything, people say, how do you get better at public speaking? Mm. Get up there, shit yourself a couple of times, and just keep speaking. Mm. You get, you get sim simple as that. How do you write a book? You sit down and start typing. You, you know, the, <laughs> it's as easy as that. You know, I, I, I very proudly say I've written two books, and I failed my GCSE English. You know, I can't, my grammar is shocking. Um, and I managed to do it. So it's, it's just putting one foot in front of the other. And I think that's where a lot of people have that kind of fear and frustration about things. Hey guys, thanks for watching the video. I hope it was helpful. If you haven't yet subscribed, please subscribe, hit the like button, and share the video or leave a comment. It really means a lot to me. Also, if you haven't subscribed, my statistics show that over 70% of you that watch my videos aren't subscribed. Hit the subscribe button. You do not want to miss the practice growth strategies I'm going to be teaching over the next couple of months. See you on the other side.